0: Bye.
1: To episode 168 of the q a podcast my name is anthony sitting right across from me via zoom as always is my pal de quincey
2: hey everybody doing everything i can right now to fight the sneeze
1: oh <laughs> let it out the you world know. needs to hear it
2: no they don't they'll think i got covid or something that's true too oh okay i think i got. It. I think I got it. all right
1: there's nothing worse though than losing a sneeze
2: yeah um, no, there is something worse. When you sneeze so hard, your back goes out. I've had that. Oh, God. Yeah, I've hurt my back sneezing. Welcome to I, O-H. know, you, I know you played in
1: the Major League Baseball. <laughs> <sighs> oh,
2: man, oh, man that's, it's just terrible. But um, Thanks for being here, man. Um, thanks for our listeners coming as well. You can find us anywhere. They get podcasts away for free. Um, and if you can, give us a five-star review. We love you dearly for doing that. So um, we're back talking wrestling. And uh, where do you want to start, man? I'll let you start. It's, uh, I know where I want to start, but I'll, I'll be the gracious one.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the only place to start is, you know, not to be cliche, but it's it's a new day.
2: Yes, yes it, it is. is. Yes, it is. Biggie uh, is your new WWE champion after cashing in his money in the bank briefcase contract on Bobby Lashley last Monday night um, and celebration that we had. I mean, it's been crazy just watching the response online. Like every wrestler from any promotion is showing him love. From you know, WWE, AEW, Impact, um, TNA, all of them is like <laughs> it's like the entire world is like, it's, it's about damn time. This guy deserves it,
1: and it's about damn time. This guy really does deserve it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy that you know everybody knows, everybody loves, basically. Um, and clearly is a guy that should be champion I mean he's got everything that any company WWE, AEW you name it would want in their world champion
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he checks every box every box you can think of he's got it whatever it is he's got it and all of it he's got all of it um, and it's an interesting time for them to pull the trigger um but you know um why not why not pull the trigger now i feel like there's like any time would have been a good time and it, he would have gotten that same reaction he still would have gotten all the the, the praise and, and congratulations from everybody um it was just a, a you know a waiting game when is this going to happen when is biggie going to be world champion um and for it to happen on Monday Night Raw, sure, you know, that's fine. Um, and it, but it's here. And we're excited. And, um, you know, it, it, it definitely gives you something to look forward to. And uh, it just raises my curiosity as to what's next.
2: Yeah. Well, we've already seen what they're hitting at right now. And that's the New Day versus the Bloodline, where they think it's going to be the match with SummerSlam which I'm all for. I remember those New Day Uso <laughs> matches um, when they were fighting for the Tag Team Championship uh, about 2 3 years ago I think it was. Mm-hmm. I just remember one one match in particular it was the hell in the cell match where the Usos basically barred Xavier Woods in the in the cell in the hell in the cell with bamboo sticks and we're taking turns just Hitting him with other bamboo sticks. Like, (laughs) you go, if you don't remember, just go back and watch those matches because all those matches were match of the year contenders. And so you get those guys and then you throw in this version of Roman Reigns in the mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm ready for it. I need it. I'm like, uh, I need it. I need it. I need it. (laughs) Um,
1: One second. I I think. Mm -hmm. Did they not book that match for Monday night?
2: Oh, yeah. They booked it for Monday night, but there's no way they're giving away that entire match for free on Raw. What I I expect to happen is Bobby Lashley gets involved and he brings along some friends.
1: Oh, that's
2: right. We're reforming the Hurt business.
1: Something that should never have been
2: never should have been taken away. Never should have been dissolved. It was the best thing on Monday nights like Let's get the hurt business versus New Day going, and then we can also do New Day versus the Bloodline as Survivor Series, like factions. Who doesn't love them?
1: Okay. Hey. I I love factions. <laughs> um, we've talked about it with AEW. Their only problem is they have too many factions, <laughs> but WWE doesn't have enough. Like, yeah, they've always had they had one with the New Day, and then they split them up. And they had another one with the herd business, and then they split them up. And um, I honestly, at first, I was surprised that they went with the bloodlines, but they did it, and it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like that—that's that's tougher to like. That's something that you can kind of split up, but it's never ever really split up. I mean, that's they're all family. I mean, yeah. they're all related you can always go back to that. Well, family reunites at any given point, you know, that, that can go on until they're retired essentially. Um, But, you know, it's good to see that they're, they're getting teams back together, gives everybody more screen time. And, you know, it makes it feel important. It feels like, like they're, you know, um, especially with the titles in play, like, it feels important. It feels like something worth tuning into.
2: Yes. And also, Raw, you have three hours of feel. Give us gang warfare. Right. <laughs> exactly. It needs to be like, the backstage should be like Jets and Sharks. for going to a rumble. Like, I want, I want, <laughs> give me gang warfare. You got three hours of feel. You got the wrestlers there. Just, just make some teams and have some fun with it. Right. Oh, speaking of the bloodline, do you see um, who's starting to get fed up on SmackDowns, and who's be getting fed up week oh, yeah. after week after week? Naomi. Yes.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong. There's n- there's never been a problem with uh, with with adding to a faction, and especially with a faction, you know, especially if that person it makes sense. And someone like Naomi makes sense. I mean, she's married to one of the Usos. And um, she and, is a great wrestler. Yes. And um, it would be a perfect fit, I think. And it would make things even more interesting. Because then, what does uh, the Hurt Business do? Do they go and get a girl to, to help? to help? Does the New Day add someone? Makes things more
2: interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking about whether Naomi goes and she wins the the SmackDown Women's Championship, and then you have Becky Lynch and um, Bianca Belair chasing her.
1: They've got they've got dudes that can can back them up, back you know help them out and watch their backs.
2: I mean, just think of those matches you put on with Bianca Belair and Naomi, or Naomi Becky Lynch, or a triple threat between the three of them. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah. been ever like ever since she's lost her title and come back, she's been an afterthought on wrestling on the women's side, and that's a shame because she's like you said earlier, she's one of the most talented female wrestlers in all the business, and mm-hmm. the WWE needs to treat her that way. And actually, WWE just needs to get around to treating the women right. Um, period. They've kind of screwed up the last couple of weeks. Um, um, the show right before 9-11 they didn't have any women's matches because some of the men's matches ran too long Mm -hmm. and then they just this past week on SmackDown they had a match it was Selena Vega and Carmella versus Tony Storm and Liv Morgan and I think the match only went like two minutes and yeah I know it's a match to set up Liv Morgan and Carmella at was uh, extreme rules but still the women deserve more time than that especially someone who like Tony Storm you brought her up gave her I think she's had one full match since she's been there yeah and the rest of the time she's been in catering Mm -hmm. it's a big problem man that it's like, why do you even bring these people up from NXT if you're just going to have them sit there? You might as well just leave them down to A- NXT so they can get the workout.
1: Yeah, and you know, this company has the most talented women's roster in, in professional wrestling, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, you. you know, whether or not they're competing with anybody or if we want to believe that they're not competing with AW or anybody, however you want to look at it, you've got an an immense amount of talent in the women's division. And they are all floundering unless their name is Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah,
1: And, and especially on SmackDown, I mean, every single one of the women on in that division in that on that roster on SmackDown can put on great matches and they are capable of being real threats for the, for the title. Mm-hmm. Every one of those women I could see competing for the championship.
2: Like I think the worst wrestler on SmackDown is Carmella, and she's already been SmackDown Women Champion, so Twice. it's not. Yeah, so it's not that crazy uh, for her to win it again. Yeah, no, absolutely, not the relevant possibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But Liv Morgan, Tony Storm, Zelina Vega—those are women who should be given opportunities to wrestle for the championship. And I understand what they're doing right now between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. But I would like to see you only have like six women. Can y'all make a better story for them? Yeah, it's like a lot of them just treading water.
1: Hopefully, you know, if if any of them go to Raw, that with that extra hour, they'll find Mm -hmm. time to you know focus on the women's division again. I, I don't know, it's just for all the problems that we have with wwe with the people they fired and released and whatnot they still have a wealth of talent that they're just not utilizing
2: yeah which is crazy to say when you have five hours of main roster programming every week mm-hmm. like i should not be skipping every other segment of raw not what not with the talent that you that those guys have in the back because Yeah, but I I think that's the only problem WWE has right now. They need to fix Raw. SmackDown has been excellent for months on months. Uh, NXT, we'll talk about a little bit later, doing a a reboot. But Raw is just like, now don't get me wrong, last week's Raw was good. It might Mm -hmm. have, it might be because it was the first week of Monday Night Football and they were doing something for ratings, but. It was good. They just need to find consistency. Like, it doesn't need to be perfect every week. It just needs to be like, like, uh, like they would say about Daniel Bryan. Just need to be a B-plus player. That's all I need. Just bring some above average stuff to the show every week, and I'm there. Mm -hmm. But now it's like you get an A show, and then that's followed up by like three Fs in a row. But
1: go back to Big E for, for a minute.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: where do, what do you see? Hopefully, my biggest hope is that this is not a, a short-lived run. This is this is a Bobby Lashley-esque run, at least.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bobby or Roman, I mean, they've held the title for about a year each now. Um, I guess it's, you know, it's good that the draft will be coming up pretty soon. It'll shake things up and... Um, Hopefully, you know, well, even before the draft, I mean, there's still challengers to that title that you can, you know, that you can go to and that can be interesting. But, you know, what what's your hope for Big E with the title, you know, going forward?
2: Let's see. When's the draft? Looks like the draft is going to be October 1st. That's the first night. So we got – what a little bit less than two weeks ago? Yeah. So one we'll more
1: episode of Raw. Yeah. Two more. I'm sorry. Two more.
2: So hmm, I really want to see Biggie and Bobby go at it one more time before the shakeup.
1: One on one. Everybody's, you know, fresh and, and uh you know, there's no surprise cash, there's no cashing in, it's just a one on one. You know, what does Big E say to
2: big meaty men bumping meat? Is that there what you're looking for?
1: Yeah. That's what I'm looking for.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then, um, man, I don't know. I just want him to have entertaining matches. I don't want to feel like it's a struggle to watch him. But, you know, it's Big E. I, I don't feel bad about his matches. I haven't in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think what I really, I just want the most from him is there to be a plan. That's what I want most from WWE. They have play. Like, it's obviously they have a plan idea for Roman Reigns, and they probably even know when they want him to drop the title, which I don't think is going to happen until the next WrestleMania. So, something like that for Biggie was like, well, we know what's going to happen. And barring injury, these are going to be your opponents going into the next couple of matches. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and Biggie is the first WWE champion in a while that doesn't necessarily need a mouthpiece. I think that's something that's different and I think could be to his advantage. Like Lesnar had the title needs Paul Heyman. Lashley has the title. I mean, look, he needs MVP and that's a big reason why his run has worked.
2: What about Drew McIntyre?
1: You weren't a fan of Drew. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh,
2: I'll be honest. Drew kind of became like Scottish John Cena a little bit.
1: Yeah. I I think that's the best way to put it. Um, I think uh, Big E should feel like he's got something to prove every night, mm. and I think part of that fuels his fuels his promos. I mean, have you seen his pro, the promos he had? You know, way before all of this, when he was the Intercontinental title mm-hmm. or Intercontinental champion, talking about holding the title and running with it till till mania next year that face Roman reigns, you know, you know, proving the doubters wrong, you know, that that's something that fuels his promos and fuels his connection with the audience. And I think um, that's just something that we haven't seen in a while.
2: So let me ask you a question. Who would you like to see Biggie face at WrestleMania next year?
1: WrestleMania next year. -hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I man, that's a good question. I I wouldn't mind seeing.
2: And let's not just just raw right now. Don't worry about the draft.
1: Okay, so just somebody from Raw.
2: Yeah, 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 current Raw. We'll worry about the draft after and two so weeks. But yeah, for right now. Oh boy. Um because I already I, have a uh, person in mind, but I want to hear who you have.
1: Man. There's three three ways I can go about this. Okay. Um
2: is one of your ways a uh, new day triple threat at WrestleMania?
1: No, not okay. so much. that that was my that was always a dream I had for the shield
0: Mm -hmm.
1: as much as I like woods I don't know if he I don't know I don't see him as a a WWE champion Um, Kofi's already had the title Biggie has the title um, and that's something that I I don't think they would compete with each other like that where I could definitely you could feel that the the guys in the shield would have done that they would have put aside their their friendship to go after the title, mm-hmm. a ladder match or whatever for the title, you know, for the the championship at, at WrestleMania, that would have been the most incredible main event. I think you could have done, um, especially when they were white hot. Didn't happen. You just got to move on.
2: Um, hey, we did get that triple threat though. It was not at WrestleMania, unfortunately. We did. Yeah, it was at Battlegrounds, I believe. Oh
1: God, see, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: well, I'm gonna look at it. Guys, swear we got that triple threat. But I'm gonna look it up. But keep going.
1: Okay. Well, you can go you can go about it three ways. I think you can go about it big man versus big man, power versus power, angle. You can go Biggie and Keith Lee. I mean that's something that could happen. I think that would be a fun match would be um It'd be tough, though, because that means somebody would have to go heal. I don't know who would. Uh, well, not necessarily, but it might be better if one of them did. Um, so, But, you know, again, that's power. Power versus power. Another is uh, could be Orton versus Biggie. You know, both guys have been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Randy puts on a good match with everybody. He's capable of, of of uh putting on a good match, a good story with basically everybody. Um and I'm, you know, I guess you could go like the big man, little man, you could go AJ Styles. That kind of seems like a logical choice just because he's AJ Styles and you know, he's gotta get back to the title at some point. Um but I was I was also thinking if you were gonna do
2: Oh, I found it. Battleground July 24th, 2016. Oof. It was a triple threat right before the bl- they redid the brand split and Ambrose took the title to SmackDown. Yeah.
1: Oof. Um I wouldn't mind seeing I think it'd be cool. Well, I guess you could go Biggie and McIntyre. but you know, I want to see something different, man. I want to see Biggie and maybe AJ Styles. Or one that really came to mind at first, and it might be the sh- most shocking to you, it's Ricochet.
2: Wow, I, you're right about that shock. Because f- one that came to my mind first was Biggie versus AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. I told you, I think on this podcast before, I've said that they were just saving. Um, AJ Styles for one more run, and that could be next year. You know, he's not getting any younger. Yeah, I think he's forty three already. Uh, yeah, uh, that's why. i at forty four, before yeah, so they could do that. The WrestleMania have him give him one more run. You know, trying to win the title. I'm not saying that Big E would lose the WrestleMania, but I think Big E versus AJ Styles would be an incredible match, and it'd be. Mm-hmm. It'd be a nice, distinct. Um, it just showed a difference of styles, right? No pun intended.
1: <laughs> but man, I mean, the raw, the men's roster is—it's still a good roster, man. They just don't utilize these guys properly, in my in mm-hmm. my opinion. But I mean, obviously, Seamus and Biggie would be a good program. Or at least it would be a, you know, one of those powerful, hard hitting matches. But I mean, imagine Biggie versus John Morrison, Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal, Karrion Kross. Um, guys that are, basically have been made to look like fools lately, but are better than that, that are capable of putting on great matches. Um, it could be legit threats to the title.
2: You know what Karrion Cross's big, biggest problem is? And so no Scarlet, well, not just that, but his biggest problem is and someone pointed this out to me because I never watched him in any other um, uh, program promotion he, in um, what was it? T, I think it's TNA. Mm-hmm. He was basically his character was basically the Dexter Loomis, like the mm-hmm. stalker who would attack you out of nowhere. And like, you can't do both of those on one show. So he, since Dexter was there first and they already had big plans for him, um, he got his character changing. it's just, it's just not exciting at all. Like he, whatever it is, he doesn't have it the charisma. The, he just doesn't have it. He's a boring watch.
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely turning into, you know, an afterthought quickly, mm-hmm. quickly after his debut. But, man, I look at guys like Elias, someone that they gave up on instantly.
2: Ooh, speaking of which, someone had posted a picture from um, one of the house shows, and it was a triple threat match between Biggie, E, um, Elias, and... Um, Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't. Bobby Lashley. Oh, really? Yeah. Recently? I think it was a couple of days ago, but yeah, it was recent.
1: Uh, when they do that, that's an indication that, you know, all these guys are going to be in some sort of program. You know, it's the house shows or, you know, it gets everybody reps with each other. And man, that would be awesome if Elias was somehow in the mix mm-hmm. for whatever you think about the gimmick, the guitar. I mean, look, he's a talented musician. I mean, I, I don't think anybody can deny that. But and whether you like that gimmick or not, for anybody, whether you know, anybody's a honky talk Man fan from back in the day or not, like, or if you don't, pref- if you just don't like the music thing, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But there's no denying that the guy can go. The guy has put on great matches with Roman Reigns, with John Cena, with basically anybody. I mean, he, in my opinion, the best flying elbow in the business currently. Um, and Yeah, yeah
2: I, can't, I can't argue with you ever since, uh, what's her name left? Kyrie Sane? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Mike, or
1: and look, we're we're in a position where we're trying to make new stars. We're trying to, we're not trying to build for the future. Mm-hmm. John Cena can't do this forever. He's not doing it forever. The Undertaker is basically gone.
0: Yeah.
2: Cena's got the HBO money. The Rock's got movie money. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, they need to make new stars because I've said this before and I'll say it again. The Roman Reigns and, um, Sasha Banks are not long for this wrestling world. <laughs> Hollywood is going to come, come, it's going to come calling sooner rather than later. Yeah.
1: And a lot of your top guys on Raw are over 40 years old. Mm-hmm. But guys like Biggie, guys like Elias, um, Ricochet, uh,
2: Ali. Speaking of talk guys, you heard about Kevin Owens and contract, right? I
1: did, and you heard about his tweet, right?
2: Yeah, he made a tweet to the giving the um, latitude and longitude to Mount Rushmore, which <laughs> apparently was a group that he was with the Young Bucks. Yep. Was just Young Bucks or was there someone else in there? Uh, let's see. I don't remember. Right now, we're just going to say the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, this group they had back. um and uh promotion and I think Sammy Zayn's contract is up next year as well.
1: Adam Cole was part of Mount Rushmore.
2: Oh Adam Cole. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure he's gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's made enough money with WWE. Yeah. He's done basically everything in that company. Um he's
2: do you feel never- like his career was a is a disappointment or, or his WWE career, I should say.
1: No. Because he... Uh, very few people come into this company and make... Um, make a... Uh, a lasting impact. Or, or not lasting, not impact, but like... A, a major significant change to the business. You think John Cena... Rock, Austin, Undertaker, guys like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Kurt Angle. And there's been a lot of great wrestlers that were in the company with those guys at that time. And that's okay that they didn't get to that level. And Kevin Owens never got to that level in the company. But he still still did a lot of good stuff. He still did some great things. Champion multiple times, Uh, one of the best heels in the company. Great on the mic, Uh, moved a lot of merch, Um, and was rarely hurt. Like he was busting busting his hump day in and day out. Mm -hmm. So you know, and he didn't. He came into the company not as a you know a completely young like rookie you know, brand new guy. I mean, he, he'd already made his, his mark on the business. Um, And I think at this point we're in in an era now where guys are just making their stops along the way Mm -hmm. and doing as much as they can to contribute to where they're at, you know, until it's time to move on. And I think he's, he's in that position. It's going to be a point where it's, time to move on. and he loves still to he still loves wrestling and there's fresh matchups to be had. there's uh familiarity with guys that that are that are working elsewhere that he could go to. um and he's made enough money. like i said he's made plenty of money in WWE where yeah. he can take that risk to move on and go somewhere else.
2: yeah, and go wrestle with your friends, go have fun.
1: Yeah. It's not like he's going to get shortchanged mm-hmm. by means. I mean, you know.
2: I forgot he's... he won the U.S. title so many times. Yeah. Let's see. NXT champion, mm-hmm. uh, Universal champion once, Intercontinental champion twice, U.S. champion three times.
1: Mm-hmm. Was he not WWE champion as well?
2: Nope.
1: Okay, just Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, no man. I mean, he's done a lot in only what six years. There's a lot of guys that have been in the company for yeah. six years and haven't done half as much.
2: Yeah, but I think he's gone. I think Sami Zayn's gone, and I'm not mad at it. I no. wish some well, wealth, and health, and you know, a, a lot of um, a lot of fun in their future endeavors. Mm-hmm. I'm not, hey, and you know, you go there for to AEW or whatever for two three years. You can always come back
1: as long oh. as you leave on good terms. Mm-hmm. The door will always be open.
2: Yeah. Oh, so uh, did you watch the new NXT? I
1: didn't, but I you know I heard all
2: about it. It's. First night impressions are, it's a mixture of old and new. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely done some new things with some new wrestlers I've never heard of before. And also, they went back to the old familiar by giving uh, Champa the uh, NXT championship. Mm-hmm. The, the wedding was great.
1: I heard it when I went off without a hitch, which was, is yeah. very rare.
2: Yeah. Uh, did you see? And yo, know, yeah, you didn't see, so you haven't seen the memes or anything? I saw the, the hatchet. Yeah. So, uh, the minister goes, If anyone wants to, you know, stop the wedding, speak now or fair hold the peace, and everyone raised their hand up to say something. I think everyone, except for like Candace and um and Johnny, and then. Dexter just turns around, opens up his ja- his jacket. And you see the hatchet there, and <laughs> everyone's hands just start slowly going down.
1: That's a great. That's a great
2: touch, man. Yeah, Dexter keeps that thing on. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So, I just like NXT. I'd like to. The- Back in its uh, heyday, I liked it more than Raw most weeks. But I'm really interested in seeing the new wrestlers that they have. Um, I know there's some I'm going to um, gravitate towards and some that are like hit row. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm all Black everything, but I they could do nothing for me. I, I think it's <laughs> because their smack talk, you know, when they have – and their their little promos it just it just doesn't do it for me man falls flat yeah it what's the it's what's I'm trying to see the best way. the best way i can describe it is you know how you'll watch a uh radar movie on tv and it's say it's of saying you motherfucker they'll go oh you fire truck that's how uh-huh. it feels with their What they're saying, like, there's harder things they could say, but they can't say because they're on network TV. Mm. Like, if this was like AEW or Ring of Honor, there are words they could say get away with it. Mm -hmm. But this just, if all their attacks against, um, what man, League Fantasmo, it just, it leaves me empty.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard. I mean, I've heard that it's, it's a good faction, but I haven't caught any of their promos, and that's that's disappointing. You know, like
2: I hope you that. do, so you can tell me how you feel, because you might feel completely different than how I. Mm. It just doesn't work for me.
1: My thing that one thing that I was that I heard about from this episode that mm. you know was very. It, it's just puzzling. It's baffling. Some of the things, the decisions they make. It's like. So they introduced a guy named Braun Breaker. Uh-huh. Turns out he's Rick Steiner's son. Yes. Former tag team wrestling champion at WCW. I think even WWE back in like before they went to WCW, back in the like early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Steiner brothers were there. Like that's a legacy, you know, that's a legacy family. with for all the controversy behind scott steiner and all the weirdness of that guy and the craziness i mean those two guys left a mark on the business for tag team wrestling um, and even in their their singles careers i mean they left an indelible mark on, on wrestling to not acknowledge that is baffling like i understand you're trying to make new stars and all that kind of stuff but if you, have the, if, if you have an, an advantage to you know, include this guy, you know, to mention this guy's lineage, why wouldn't you? You already do that with Dominic Mysterio and Charlotte Flair and others that we've seen. And this guy has it all. Like, he could position himself to be a big star.
2: Well, I think when you go go to it's easier to do that with Dominic Mysterio because his dad's still in the company. Mm-hmm. And also I think it's some some the things, the simple thing. Uh WWE wants to be able to um uh what's it called? Uh basically have control over the name. Mm-hmm. And that way, even if he, you know, the guy leaves and he goes back to being Rex Steiner, they'll still have control of the, what, the Braun Baker? Braun Breaker. Yeah. Breaker name. Uh, uh, I think it's... Uh, cause I think they're really going to start pushing him because at the end of NX uh, first night of the new NXT uh. Um, after the uh, wedding, they showed a backstage promo of Champa holding his championship, and Breaker comes up, and he introduced himself, and they do that, I'm stronger than you, Handshake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised to see that guy, um, you know, in the running for the NXT championship within the next couple of months. Wow. Like, I think, yeah, I think they're going to strap the rocket to that guy. Yeah, but he definitely has the look. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else happened. One thing I noticed, like all these matches that were on NXT, they were just real short. I don't think there was a match that went longer than ten minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a lot of short matches to introduce you to new people um, and reintroduce you to some people, like Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is down there. She's now a brunette. And she has a team with Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh-huh. And they look, they look good. It, I'm I'm interested. I like Mandy Rose, and it looks like she's really taking to wrestling instead of just being like a figurehead or a manager or whatever. She looked good in the ring. And I'm interested to see what. You know, we want factions, faction, faction, factions. Look, we got no, no one on the women's side. Uh, let's see what else. Diamond Mind. Um, I'm g- good. I like those guys. Imperial. God, I wish Imperial and Walter would come stateside and just yeah. go to the main roster.
1: I mean, that's the faction to, to be afraid of.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, give me Walter, Big E, and Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. You're talking about big, meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> I don't even know what Walter's finisher move is. It just seems like he just beat you into, su- into submission. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> but Walter versus Roman. Walter versus Lashley. Versus Rollins. Um versus Kevin Owens. I mean there's there's a lot of matches that would be hey, incredible yeah. to watch with with him involved.
2: As long as this guy's in a good mood Walter versus Brock Lesnar. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you got Tingley down there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he likes the guy, Brock is an excellent wrestler you mm-hmm. saw how excited he was a royal rumble when keith lee came out yeah <laughs> um else? and a couple of new intros this guy um tony d'angelo he's gonna give you an offer you can't refuse eh <laughs> you talking about how he's from chicago and his families and in- Waste management, and all the stuff like, oh, we're going, oh we're going all the way Italian with this. Yes, turn it up. <laughs> that is hilarious. I need him to come out there with some wise guys. Let's make it all the way. Uh, but it's it's interesting to watch NXT right now. Um, I don't know what the plan is because you know Triple H isn't there right now. He's recovering from his heart episode. which is something that you only say when it's not your heart doing the rum bum doo dah, a lap a dop um, So we'll see. It's, it's a, if I had a great, it was a nice B show. So I'm, I'm going to be interested in going it going next week.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean, they still... For all the people they cut, I mean, they still have... Again, it's, it's, it's you know, the company... As a whole, for as many people as they let go, still have a lot of talent, mm-hmm. and have um, they have an opportunity to to man to make it really interesting, like to really take a shot with these new guys that they're introducing, mm-hmm. see what works, see what doesn't, and. Um, still have a lot of familiar faces that can hold it down while, you know, they experiment with these guys.
2: I think, like, we'll always think of 2015, like 2019, the prime of NXT, but honestly, NXT got away from what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be a developmental brand Mm -hmm. and not a third brand. You're supposed to be having stars that's going to carry your show for the next 10 to 15 years instead of having these indie guys who in all honesty, yeah, we love them. They're great. But because they're already 35, 36 years old, they only have like maybe five, six years left. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, we go back to the beginning and reboot NXT and we can get a bunch of these young men and women in their mid, well, the early to mid-twenties build them up and then they can be the superstars of the future.
1: Right. And they've kind of, at the same time, they've kind of backed themselves in a corner because you can't really take a whole lot of chances when, with development, Mm -hmm. when you are on a network. Like, if this was nxt like on youtube or still on the network like on the wwe network there's more wiggle room to take chances Mm -hmm. they're on usa i mean they're on the usa network they're treated like one of the main brands like when you know a television network is paying a lot of money to to you know air your show you have to make sure people tune in obviously, obviously. that's the that's the main goal now so make sure people are tuning in so the room for error with experiments is much smaller
2: yeah i agree but the problem with that is the only way you're going to get better is if you experiment right yeah. so you're kind of in a damned if you do damned if you don't situation
0: yeah
1: you mentioned uh, earlier Brock Mm Lesnar. What are your thoughts?
2: Brock is back for more cash. (laughs) You saw that they've already announced Brock versus Roman at... um... Crown Jewel? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the wrinkle that... Will the title be on the line? Who knows? It'd be nice if it wasn't. (laughs) Because then that means... Ben is now the champion. That would be a great story. Mm -hmm. And the continuation of a feud, of a rivalry that now doesn't necessarily need the title anymore.
2: Yes, we're fighting for Paul Heyman's love. (laughs) Essentially. Mm -hmm. But but at
1: this point, they've done it so many times. Roman and Brock could just be a grudge match. Mm -hmm. Don't like you. I don't like you either. Let's fight
2: it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. My back's starting to hurt. I'm getting old. Man. I don't even know what to say about the Roman versus uh, the the demon match coming up at Extreme Rules. Because it doesn't seem like it's a pay-per-view big enough for Roman to lose at. Right. But it would suck for... It's like, what else do you do with Finn Balor's character?
0: hmm
1: I mean, if he doesn't win the title, then you're, you're at least guaranteed an insane match a crazy good match and that's nice and all but it'd be much nicer if the title changed hands just for the fact that you're going all out with this character like bringing the demon back has always been something that's supposed to be special and if you're bringing him back to fail then what's so special
0: about that yeah Oh no man. Oh
1: speaking of Brock again, did you hear the did you see the report mm-hmm. about
2: um him and
1: Gable Stevenson?
2: Oh they was it something like they want to fight or something? Or they want Brock to pass a torch on him, something like that?
1: That that plan apparently is in place. I mean when that happens, who knows? I mean they just signed him. He, he um, you know, has to start training. I think he's still wrestling for the university. I think he's in a senior season, going into a senior season. Um, which is crazy if that's true, because he just won Olympic gold mm-hmm. over the summer. My God. <laughs> um. But if that's something that. We see in one to two years, that's fine, um, but you just gotta hope that this guy can, you know, uh, you know that this guy is gonna be worth the investment. Everyone's everybody wants to see the next card Angle, mm-hmm. um, but I think what we should really want is just the next you know, the next star that has all those qualities of all these.
2: Can we just pump the brakes on the next Kurt Angle? Like oh. we want this guy to become one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Right. I mean, can, like, do you know how crazy high that we're setting expectations for this guy?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If, if he, if he comes a good wrestler, not greater, if people are going to call that a disappointment or they're going to call it a failure. Uh, I, it's kind of like the the Lebr- when lebron came out of high school they were already doing the jordan comparison. Let's mm-hmm. just let's just give the guy some time to find himself before we start tr- just because he's doing the same thing that angle did going from um, olympic wrestling to WWE wrestling, we don't have to just immediately compare them. Let's just let give the guy some time to find his footing first.
1: right it's hard though. I mean they've they've promoted him so much already.
0: Like
2: I know it's hard, but I just don't want to play I just don't want to be out here putting any extra pressure on that guy. I mean, it's hard enough being an Olympic wrestler and then trying to make it to the WWE and and you know it's hard enough just make it to the WWE. Now we're trying to say, oh well, we're gonna compare you to one of the top five greatest WWE wrestlers <laughs> of all time. And it's like, okay. can we let's give the guys some time? He's only twenty one. Mm-hmm. Let's let him come in and find his footing first before we, you know, just start photoshopping his face on Kurt Angle's body. Let's count <laughs> the brakes a little.
1: No, my thing is with when there's someone with all these, all these expectations. It's mm-hmm. like you just hope that they they get it that they get what the business is about. And
2: And for me, like uh, I'm being an old man right here, like when someone that young has all those expectations on them, I'm like, I just want you to have fun. Don't forget that you're supposed to have fun doing this. Like it's your dream to be a wrestler, like it shouldn't be just work, 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 work. There should be some form of entertainment in it for you, the person Mm -hmm. who's entertaining the rest of us. Yeah.
1: My, my biggest, my biggest hope is that he understands that it's not a guaranteed, that success is not guaranteed Mm -hmm. in this. He of all people should know more than most, you know, the, the immense amount of work it's going to take to, you know, to get to the top. And so with that, it's like you hope he understands what promos are meant for, you know, what, um, what basic wrestling maneuvers are for, like how those things are those the the building blocks to being, you know, something special. Mm -hmm. You know, not looking to jump to the top of the ladder, you know.
2: I've just become the old soccer mom. I just want everyone to have fun. (laughs) I hope both I hope both wrestlers have fun out there.
1: And, and also,
2: I think that the
1: company as a whole needs to understand or needs to acknowledge the, the strengths and we- the strengths and weaknesses of all of their talent. Mm-hmm. Don't force Roman reigns to say suffer and suck and tash and and try and be witty and and try to be a smart mouth like John Cena or whatever. You know. Don't expect everyone to 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 cut a pipe, to drop a pipe bomb. You know, if someone needs a mouthpiece, give them a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. If someone can handle it, let them handle it. It it just, I don't know, I feel like, uh, that, and that's why, you know, those those are my concerns for this guy is that, you know, they are going to put too much pressure on him and it's just not going to work out. But, But we still have a long way to go. I mean, the guy... Barely
2: signed. He's only 21.
1: Yeah. So hope for the best at least. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I hope for the best. I'm I, I believe him. I do I think he's gonna do great things. I just want let's just take it one day at a time. Mm. Don't be that person who when he doesn't win his first championship in three months, like, oh, they've already ruined him. Like calm down. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you want to do your AEW three minutes? No, oh, and I don't know if
1: I can do three minutes. Uh,
2: uh. there's a there's a joke there. I'm gonna let that slide.
1: Okay, well, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> well,
2: uh, anything you want to talk about W wise? Um, well, like I mean AEW. AW, sorry. You know they're
1: um. they're starting to win the ratings battle. It looks Mm -hmm. like, um, but again, that's, that's, it's kind of weird, like comparing them with raw because of the extra hour because of Monday night football things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but ultimately, you know, if the product product is better, more people are going to tune in regardless. Um, and that's the only way raw is going to, you know, get back on top. Um, they finally set up Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega, I guess, I think for their next pay-per-view. Um, so that's interesting. You know, that's cool to see they're throwing these guys right in. Uh, CM Punk is taking a different path. He's definitely, he's definitely, his, right now, his path really is about working with as many young guys as he can. As quickly as he can. He had the, the match with Darby Allen, and now he's getting into it with Taz and his faction, Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook, who apparently is Taz's son. Both, you know, young guys in the business. And uh, I try to give him the alone,
2: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, Danielson, Brian Danielson is. is insert himself into the title scene automatically so it's interesting to see uh, or Ruby Soho former Ruby riot biding for the women's title so it's interesting to see the different paths that that these former WWE stars are taking mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know it's interesting it makes you want to watch the whole show from start to finish so that's good.
2: All right. Anything else? Let's ask for the big one. Uh, I think that's it. That's all. I've Cody got. Rhodes is back. He's back. Everything um, I know of AEW is whatever clips I see on Twitter. So okay. <laughs> apparently Rosario Dawson was also involved.
1: Apparently he had a he had a big hand in getting that done, and it was like a major secret that very few people knew about.
2: So that's cool. Good, good, good. That's it? That's all you got? Mr. AEW, does we rely on you for this? (laughs) I got to start watching the show more. Yes. (laughs) Before we started, you came on and told me that you were like, what, two episodes behind? Yeah. Uh, This is... Ah, That goddamn Joe Rogan commercial. I'm tired of seeing it. (laughs) All right. All right. Um I think that's it. That's all we got for today. I think I forgot to mention uh Big E's win um over Bobby Lashley. It's the first time a black wrestler has to feed another black wrestler for the WWE Championship. Is that right? Yeah. I mean there's only been so many. That's true. Uh I think what well, in the past couple years been the rock, Kofi, Bobby, and now Big E. Mm-hmm. And yes, the Rock is black. Don't try to do that. He's Samoan. He, remember who his daddy is.
1: Soul man. Yeah.
2: Alright, so that's it for today's podcast. We'll be back later on with our football podcast talking about week two. Um, talking about this disappointing Texan loss and some more overreactions. <laughs>
1: and- I can't wait for those. I'm actually... I. I had a lot of fun with that.
2: Oh, with the overreactions, okay, yeah. Well. You're gonna have a lot. You're gonna have a lot more fun because uh, remember that first overreaction? Texans win the division. <laughs> it, it looks like they're gonna stay in first place today. Even well, they were already gonna stay in first place. It looks like they're gonna be first place by themselves. Oh
1: my god!
2: Because both the Jaguars and Colts lost, and the Titans are down to the Seahawks. At halftime, it is twenty-four to nine.
1: Damn. Go Texans. Yeah.
2: All right. It's going to be a good year after all. Mm. Like we talked about games, slow your horses. (laughs) Calm down. We're two weeks into a 17 week season, 17 game season, rather. All right. So that's it. We'll be back later on with football. Thanks for listening. Anthony, as always, a pleasure talking to you, my friend. And uh, don't forget to give us those five star reviews. We need them. We deserve them. And we we'll love them for love you for giving them to.
1: Also, come check
2: me out. Saturday, oh, yes. yes, September twenty
1: fifth at Red Dwarf, ten eleven McGowan Street, Midtown Houston. Spinning records from eight to eleven.
2: You can be on the ones and twos on a Rocking Saturday night. Down. So yeah. that'll be fun. Get your boogie on down in Houston. Get ready. All right. Well, that's it. We'll talk to you later, guys. For the for Anthony. I almost messed that up. <laughs> for Anthony, it's the first time I'm, for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Anthony, out de Quincy. Later, babies.